It's another scintillating episode of Nothing Specific. Trevor David Houch. Uh, it's been a while. Fortunately, somehow I made it through um, allergy season. Otherwise known as hell here in Atlanta. It's not as bad as it was in Japan, though. That's... That's something to be thankful for, right? It was, in Japan, it was crazy. It, it felt like a, it felt like a snake that somehow in the middle of the night crawled up into my nose and um, decided to live there. If you can imagine that for two months straight, that's my uh, allergy ordeal in uh, Japan. Had laser surgery on my nose twice as a result of that laser surgery in your nostrils what it consists of is the doctor dipping a washcloth or a, or a washcloth like device dipping that into you know some anesthetic liquid and then shoving that whole thing all the way up my nose. Can you imagine? Can you imagine shoving a washcloth, like an entire washcloth, up your nose? It disappeared into my nose. It went... I'm sorry, I'm blowing the dust away. It went all the way up my nose. I could feel it touching my cerebellum. I could feel the washcloth touching my cerebellum. Twice I did that because I couldn't breathe. Not being able to breathe, I think, is the worst affliction. It's the worst. Uh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Not being able to breathe. I mean, you know, the result of which is you die. So, anyway, I'm thankful to be out of the allergy season. Some woman told me the other day that my septum is probably deviated. And she also used another word I've never heard. She said my tibble pets, tubble shoots, Tunnel newts. I, I I I can't remember. It started with a T and it ended with a with an S. My 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 tribute tributaries. I don't know. Some passage in my nose. She said needs to be cleaned, like scraped out. I didn't know that this was a thing that you could get your you could get your um table pots. Uh, scraped and clean in your nose so I'm going to do that I'm going to go to an ENT doctor and I'm going to ask him you know to to scrape my tabulates in my nose but yeah I'm glad to be I'm glad to be out of uh, allergy season Um, thinking about taking those shots but the allergy doctor said it's a five-year process before seeing any results. A five-year process of shots. Three to five 
three to five times a week. That's 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 almost twenty shots a month for five years. That seems exorbitant, but my allergies are more exorbitant, so I'm thinking about doing it. Here's the question I've been pondering though, and I know you guys have thought about this. It's important. This is important. This is something that um, I think people consider often, and I'm not sure if it's been definitively answered yet. Um, of course, the question is, which is better? Waffles, pancakes, or French toast? Which is better? Waffles, pancakes, or French toast. Here's the thing. Waffles are not fantastic, right? Unless you go and go to a restaurant and you get a gourmet waffles. Waffles are never fantastic. But the flip side to that is waffles are never bad. Have you ever had a bad waffle? Have you ever, you know, cut a piece of waffle and thought, oh my God, this is terrible. No, you haven't. No one has. Waffles are never bad and rarely fantastic. Now, pancakes, it's completely different. Pancakes can be incredible. Okay, pancakes can be incredible. Me, I favor buckwheat blueberry pancakes you know i could even i don't mind um bananas in there the other day i had was it peach or apricot and are peaches and apricots different suddenly i don't know exactly what an apricot looks like am i even pronouncing it right is it apricot or is it apricot Oh my God. Pancakes though. Pancakes can be orgasmic. Pancakes can be celestial. Okay. You, you, you can remember probably more than a few times in your life that you, you sunk into a pancake that sent your mind reeling as though you were cruising through space. Pancakes can be uh, heavenly. You know, pancakes can be heavenly. But pancakes can also be bad. Not horrible. I've never had a horrible pancake. I've never had a horrible pancake. But I've had bad pancakes. For example, I think the pancakes at IHOP and Denny's and most of these uh, chain family style restaurants, I think the pancakes at those places are no good. Now I'm lactose intolerant. I don't want a pancake made with cow's milk. The majority of these places they don't have, you know, almond milk or macadamia nut milk or 
cashew milk. All they've got is cow milk. And in my opinion, cow milk pancakes are average at best. Now, I have had pancakes at other places. For example, here in Atlanta, there's a chain called First Watch. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to First Watch, you've ever heard of First Watch, but First Watch makes delicious pancakes. I'd say First Watch pancakes are consistently an A, on occasion, an A+. The other good thing about First Watch pancakes is that they're huge. They're huge. You don't need anything else. You don't need eggs. You don't need sausage. You don't need whatever grits, home fries. All you need is a nice big First Watch pancake and uh, you're good to go. You're good to go. So that's my, that's my treatise on pancakes. Now, thirdly, we have French toast. French toast, as it turns out, is a lot more controversial than I thought. As I said in the beginning, nobody hates waffles. If, 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 if you hate waffles, honest to God, you've got bigger problems than just waffles. You can't Waffles are, are something you can't not like. Pancakes, pancakes, you know, again, I think are universally loved. There's all kinds of ways you can make pancakes. You can put bananas in them. You can put peanut butter on them. You can put syrup. You can put honey. You can put cherry glaze, strawberry preserves. You can put walnuts in them. There's a way to make a pancake to please everyone. But French toast, as it turns out, isn't nearly as universally adored as I thought. Someone very close to me just the other day owned up to the fact that if they never ate another piece of French toast for the rest of their life, they wouldn't care. Mind blown. Mind blown. You think you know somebody, and then they tell you that they don't like French toast. Wow. French toast, as it turns out, is not as universally loved as I thought. And you know what? I think I know why. Unlike waffles and unlike pancakes, you can have bad French toast. Bad French toast actually exists. What makes it bad? French toast, the, 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 the putting on of the egg onto the bread and then the, this is the most important thing, the cooking time, the cooking time. Also, this is also very important, the consistency of the bread. You can have French toast that's just too damn soggy. 
You can have French toast that tastes like bread dipped in eggs and milk and shoved into your mouth with, with a squirt of syrup. And that doesn't sound good to anybody. French toast can be bad. That's the difference to me. That's the main difference between French toast, pancakes, and waffles. You cannot, you, you've never eaten a bad waffle. You've probably not eaten very many bad pancakes. French toast, completely different animal. Then there's the whole cinnamon quotient, the, 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 the cinnamon effect. Here's another thing I just recently learned. Not everybody likes cinnamon. I didn't know that. I thought cinnamon was universally loved and adored, but it's not. Apparently, some people don't like cinnamon. And cinnamon, as far as I'm concerned, is a, is a, is a crucial component of French toast manufacturing. Without the cinnamon, it's just, you know, a piece of bread dipped in, you know, eggs and milk. The cinnamon adds a completely different quality to the French toast. Gives it sort of a, an exotic flair that without it, it's just bread, milk, and eggs. You tell me, French toast or waffles? pancakes you know what else you know before I go into the main topic today's program you know what else here's something I do not like chocolate ice cream I think it's disgusting I think it looks disgusting I think it tastes disgusting chocolate ice cream is honest to goodness, one of the most unsatisfying things I've ever put in my mouth. And yet, chocolate ice cream is adored, almost fetishized by certain people. Talk to certain people about chocolate ice cream. I've heard the words chocolate ice cream on any number of sitcoms as though chocolate ice cream is the end-all, be-all of ice cream. And it's not. It's not. There, there's, there's almost every, almost every other ice cream flavor is better than chocolate ice cream, except strawberry ice cream. Strawberry ice cream is also disgusting. I'm not talking about strawberry shortcake ice cream. I'm not talking about vanilla ice cream with strawberry chunks. That's delicious. But that sort of vomit colored strawberry ice cream you get from your local grocery store, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Vanilla ice cream is 100% satisfying every time. Like, 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 like a good pancake. Vanilla ice cream is 100% percent 
satisfying every single time. Every time. If I had to ask, if I had to say what my favorite ice cream is, I'd say pralines and cream. That crunchiness, that 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 combination of of of, of the smooth sort of butterscotchy vanilla flavory ice cream and then the crunchy pralines Ugh. it's fantastic chocolate ice cream is I don't know it's just it seems like it'd be good right it seems like it'd be good chocolate ice cream because chocolate is magnificent okay I mean, think, think, think about it. Think about how crazy, ridiculous, delicious chocolate is. The, the, you know, a good piece of chocolate. See, the thing too is, American chocolate is by and large garbage. It's garbage. It's dirt. It's no good. Now, Nestle isn't an American company. But the American, the chocolate bars that Nestle puts out here, garbage. Basura. Gomi. That's, that's Japanese for garbage. Gomi. American chocolate is garbage, but still, somehow, it's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious, come on. It's like, you know, if the, if the moment is right and you put, you know, the right piece of chocolate in your mouth, it's like your whole body sort of dissolves into the piece of chocolate. It's like you become the chocolate and the chocolate becomes you. It like it, It's like a blooming of flavor in your mouth that resonates through your entire body. The right piece of chocolate at the right time. It's incredible. How did they, who, who, who invented chocolate? Did somebody invent no, 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 no. Nobody invented chocolate. There's chocolate trees, right? Chocolate trees? Is that where we get chocolate from? Where do, where do we get chocolate from? Is it chocolate plants? What the f- I can't believe I don't remember. Oh, we get- I, I, I know, I know, I know, sorry. How could I forget? We get chocolate from coffee beans, right? It's not the same thing? Chocolate beans? Coffee beans? No? What the f- Where do we get chocolate from? Do we- do we- do we- are there chocolate farms? Oh my god, I can't believe I don't know or remember. But you know what? In all honesty, I can't even say I don't remember where chocolate comes from because I, I, I can't say in all honesty that I ever knew where chocolate comes from. As far as I've been concerned, 
chocolate comes from the store like 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 everything else just comes from the store you just go to the store and get it where it was before the store got no earthly clue like how it came into existence before it made it to the shelf in the store I, 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 I couldn't tell you if a gun was put to my head where is is there like a chocolate country wait a minute wait just one minute where on earth is chocolate come from like is there a chocolate factory is there a chocolate animal i can't believe this i don't remember where chocolate comes from have you ever had a toblerone i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing it right might just be toblerone i think that's also swiss chocolate that thing is delicious toblerone that thing is delicious Uh, a couple more things before we get into our main topic. Um, you know, personally, I think something that doesn't get the accolades it deserves is a good peanut butter sandwich. It's good any time of the day. It's good any time of the day. It's good in the morning. It's good for lunch. It's good for dinner. It's good for peanut butter sandwich, guys. Crunchy peanut butter sandwich. I think something is wrong with smooth peanut butter. Personally, like smooth peanut butter seems to have been affected by radioactivity. Seems like radioactive sludge to me, smooth peanut butter like what what why on earth would anyone want smooth peanut butter? when chunky peanut butter is also available. I, 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 that's mind boggling to me. How you could, how you could choose smooth peanut butter. Like, like it's been affected by, it just seems like it's been hit with like some kind of death ray, some kind of peanut butter death ray, smooth peanut butter. You know, along those same lines, uh, orange juice without the pulp? Like, what are you thinking? What are people thinking? They like, they like, you know, and people are strident about not having pulp in, in, in their orange juice. People are strident about it. Like, I know people who hate pulp there there you know every time i go to the supermarket and i buy orange juice and i see cartons that say no pulp to me that's the same as it's saying no oranges in the same way peanut butter without peanuts in it is it's just it's just like this thick brown or tan goopy you know, gunk without the peanut butter. In the same way, without the peanuts, in the same way, orange juice without the pulp may as well be orange Kool-Aid, as far as I'm concerned. You don't like 
the Pope? What do you mean? That's the Pope is the orange. And of course, I know that there are people out there who, would, who could say to me, Trevor, I'm not interested in the orange. I'm interested in the juice. That's why I'm buying orange juice. I'm not buying orange juice plus oranges. I'm buying orange juice. I want the juice. I don't need the pulp. That makes sense, I guess. You know, if, if you're a lunatic. But who am I? Who am I? I'm going to get into today's topic. America is easily the most popular country in the world. When I say popular, what do I mean? I don't mean it's the best. I don't mean it's the coolest. Uh, I just mean, you know, popular in the definition of the word popular, which just means a majority of people like it or favor it or, you know, if it isn't, if, if America isn't the most popular, it, it's definitely the most notorious. It's definitely the most notorious. Notor- the definition of notorious is something uh something with a large amount of notoriety notorious has no um good or bad attached to it actually people think the word notorious generally means something bad and it doesn't it just means something you know something with a lot of notoriety and America would be probably the most notorious country in the world, in the history of the world. What I have in front of me are essays written by various students from around the world. uh, And their thoughts. On, on on New York City a couple of years ago, two summers ago to be exact, I was I was I was teaching at Fordham University up in the Bronx, and I was teaching uh, was teaching uh, a bunch of uh, junior high school high school students English, and one of the assignments that I had them carry out was the writing of an essay and the essay is entitled I gave them the first two uh, words of the essay and those two words are America the and then the students were supposed to add an adjective as we, as I'm sure you know, adjectives describe things. So the students were supposed to add an adjective after that America the. Got some good essays out of it. Interesting essays. I'm going to read them. They are, here they are. We can hear them. 
can hear them. Got about, I don't know, got a lot of them. Got a lot of them. Uh, students in, you know, at this, uh, in this, in this program, they were from various countries all over the world. For example, uh, Anastasia, uh, the Gothic emotionless Ukrainian princess Anastasia, Nina, always singing French songs from France, Adam, absent-minded Polish dude, very thoughtful though, Adam, but seemed to be lost a lot, Simon, extremely pragmatic Swedish dude, uh, you know, I, I would have voted for, for Simon for king of the world. Eduardo, um, super intelligent gay dude from Spain. It sucks when you're the teacher and you have a student or two who you know thinks you're an idiot is probably right and is much smarter than you. That was Eduardo. Asia, she's from Italy. Mariana, flirtatious Brazilian. Seaman, imagine your name is Seaman. Come on, it's from Russia. Elio Ali, it's from Morocco. It's way too many vowels in one name. Sophia, another Ukrainian, Zainab from Turkey. I'm gonna get into these essays in my next episode.